the Rugby World Cup on Off The Ball. We could be World Cup champions. We'll be the Irish team to take you all the way to the final. The opportunity setting an arm. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. Allez les The Football Daily on Off The Ball. Hello and welcome to Friday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan. We'll start with last night's game in Paris where Ireland were beaten 2-0 by France. Stephen Kenny Sider second from bottom in Group B of the European Championship qualifiers. The French now have five wins from five in the group. They're yet to concede a goal. The golfing class was there for all to see. Seven of the starting 11 for Ireland playing the championship. The France team, aside beaten in the World Cup final last December, was made up of players from the likes of Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, PSG, Barcelona and AC Milan. Aurelien Chouameni and Marcus Turam scored the goals for the home side at the Parc de Prince. Stephen Kenny says the game took it out of the players. Can't be critical, overly critical tonight, the players, because you know they they absolutely gave everything of themselves, and it's about recovering now because it'll take a lot out of them that the, for a lot of the players, the intensity of that match. So it's about recovering and getting ready, and the energy of the home crowd has been special for us. In, in those recent home games, really been incredible. And um, it's been, been electric at home in those games. And we need that again on Sunday to pull out, uh, like we've got to pull out performance for our lives on Sunday. That's what we've got to do. Ireland have a habit of conceding long-range goals and goals early in the second half. Nathan Murphy was on commentary duty for Off the Ball in Paris last night and spoke to Alan Brown after the match. Midfielder spoke about how big Sunday's game against the Dutch is and the bad habit of conceding so soon after halftime. We have spoke about that sec- that goal coming after halftime. It's it's happened on too many occasions now, and um, you know it's it's one of those things that you can talk about, but there's no sequence to to goals. It's not like it's the same goal reoccurring. Um, it's it's just one of those things that you can't quite put your finger on and it's obviously disappointing for us and it's something that we we need to stop. Were they the best team you've ever played against? Um, yeah, on, on paper definitely and it was difficult out there at times, uh, physically as well as mentally. You know, you can't switch off for a second because they'll hurt you and uh, regardless they hurt us anyway. So, um, yeah, the, the quality throughout that team is unbelievable. You see... The boys they're bringing on with, with 20... Every one of them a Champions League winner who came off the bench. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what you're up against and that's the, the task that was in front of us. And I think we just need to take whatever positives we can from that game because our fo- our main focus is and always was on Sunday um, against Holland uh, because if we had won here tonight or whatever and then lost on Sunday, we, we still would have been in a worse off position. So... Um, I, th- I think Sudden is probably a must win from our perspective Nathan also spoke to Shadoze Ogbené who was named Ireland's man of the match on the RTE coverage something French paper L'Equipe agreed with the Luton Ford got a 6 in the match ratings in L'Equipe Jason Knight and Shane Duffy both got 5s the rest were 3s and 4s Chiuamani got an 8 Ogbené says he always wants to test himself at the highest level and he's hoping to get a first Premier League start for Luton in the coming weeks I believe in my ability but he always filters down to the manager believing in me and you know feeding me with confidence and the forward players we all thrive on, on the confidence but yeah he's obviously I've dreamt I've dreamt about playing in this level so when I get the chance I don't try to be like a, a deer in headlights I try to you know grasp it and enjoy it and that's what I try to do today just test myself I know we've watched clips of the left back but 
I always want I want to test myself today to see where I'm at in, in my level. But in terms of the the club level, I think um, it would be arrogant of me just to say that I should be starting. I think the team that we have in, in Luton is a phenomenal team. Obviously, a team that won playoffs and I wasn't involved, so I'm gonna buy my time. The manager keeps talking to me and things I need to improve and just soak soak in as much information as possible, and just be ready when my when my chance comes about. Former Dundalk boss Vinnie Perth was in studio this morning for Off the Ball Breakfast to look back in the game. He feels the players didn't take enough risks with the ball. Are France at home going to be overly worried about Ireland? No, of course not. Call a spade a spade. And look, I, I've been a bit of critical there, but we're going against, as I said, a really exceptional one of the best teams in the world or uh, that have been for the last 10, 15 years. Um, when when France let us have the ball, we kept it. So, uh, and and... They've done that at different stages. They've done that in the World Cup against teams. France don't overly press teams up high. It's not their tactical style. Um, so what we do under Stephen Kenny as opposed to, say, Trapattoni or, or Mick McCarthy is we now have the ability to keep the ball. And that pleases some of our fans. Some mm-hmm. people would say, oh, at least we're keeping it. At least we're keeping it. Um, it's why some of the old pros get a little bit gone. You know, they get, they get tick over these mm-hmm. comments because... They would say, well, go and have a go and take a few risks. Mm. And I would say to you, we're not taking enough risks. Like, I think Josh Cullen in the whole game passed the ball to Adam Eder twice. And that's our, our deep line midfielder who's meant to be the one to get us going playing. And both of them, I think, were, I think one maybe in, in air half and one in their half. Former Shelburne midfielder Stewie Byrne was also part of the off the ball commentary team in Paris last night. He says it's a major concern that some of the younger players haven't built on some early promise in the underage setup. We've gone through this process in the last three or four years um, of getting quite excited about certain talent coming through from the 21s and so on and so forth, and it hasn't transpired. That's a worry, you know, mm. talking with like Troy Parra. Aaron Connolly came on, hasn't been around for three or for two or three years, like you know, and you're kind of wondering what's going wrong that these players aren't continuing in that in that development arc, you know, that's got to be a concern. Like, and I and I can list three or four other players as well that have been on that, yeah. that have been on that. We don't seem to be able to gradually, consistently bring players, you know, through from you know to a higher level, and that's a worry. Attention now turns to Sunday's game against the Netherlands at the Aviva Stadium and Enda Stevens and Will Keane both picked up injuries last night but Matt Doherty will be back this weekend after serving a two-match ban for the red card he picked up away to Greece. The Dutch are second in the group thanks to last night's 3-0 win over Greece in Eindhoven. Martin De Roon, Cody Gakpo and Vout Veghorst all scored for Ronald Koeman's side in the first half. Elsewhere last night, Northern Ireland lost 4-2 away to Slovenia in Group H. Michael O'Neill's side have now lost four in a row and are second from bottom with three points. So qualification is pretty much done and dusted for them. They have a trip to Astana this weekend to take on Kazakhstan on Sunday. More qualifying action tonight. Scotland can make it five wins from five in Group A. Steve Clark's side are away to Cyprus, who are yet to register a point. A win for Scotland and a win for Spain away to Georgia this evening would mean a draw between Norway and Georgia on Tuesday would be enough to send the Scots to the Euros. The Ireland under-21 start their European qualification campaign in Cork tonight. Jim Crawford's side take on Turkey at Turner's Cross at half-past seven. Norway, Latvia, Italy and San Marino are the other teams in Group A. Ireland were so close to reaching a first major tournament at under-21 level in the last campaign, but they lost some penalties to Israel in their playoff. 
Leaders Galway United will look to continue their push for the League of Ireland First Division title. John Caulfield's side of a 15-point lead at the top ahead of tonight's clash with Bray. Elsewhere, second place Waterford are away to Finn Harps. Treaty United face Wexford and Kerry are at home to Longford Town. Manchester United have declined to comment after new abuse allegations against Anthony were made by a woman in an interview with a Brazilian TV channel. A police investigation has already been opened following allegations of domestic abuse against his ex-girlfriend. A Brazilian news outlet published allegations made by Anthony's ex-partner on Monday. Now Ingrid Lana, a 33-year-old banker, has claimed in a short clip released by Brazil's Record TV that she hit her head when pushed against a wall by Anthony at his house in Manchester back in October 2022. The full interview with Lana is due to be released in Brazil over the weekend. United said they were taking Monday's allegations seriously. Brazil have dropped them from their squad after facts became public that need to be investigated. It remains to be seen if the player will be selected for their next Premier League game against Brighton tomorrow week. He's denied the allegations. Arsenal's former record club signing Nicola Pepe has joined Turkish side Trabzonspor on a free transfer ending a three-year spell at the club. The Gunners paid just over €80 million Euro to sign the Ivory Coast International from Lille in 2019. Pepe scored 27 goals in 112 games for Arsenal. He spent last season on loan with Nice. The Saudi Pro League transfer deadline shut last night to end a record-breaking summer of spending, but Liverpool fans can relax for now after Al-Itiad failed in their attempt to sign Mo Salah. Nino, a spirit of Santos' side, had a £150 million bid rejected by Liverpool for the Egypt International. It was also reported the Saudi club put in a world record bid of £215 million for Salah. And Nottingham Forest captain Joe Worrell has signed a new two-year contract extension with the club, which will keep him at the city ground until the summer of 2026. Worrell helped Forrest win promotion back to the Premier League last year. He's played in all four Premier League games so far this season. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.